Atop of the 12th floor of the REMAX World Headquarters, you're listening to Start With a Win with CEO Adam Contos. And top of the 12th floor, REMAX World Headquarters, Adam Contos, CEO of REMAX here with Start With a Win. In the studio today, we have producer Mark. How you doing, buddy? I am doing awesome. Oh, I like a little tune there. <laughs> I like to mix in a little song from time to time. Ah, you know, one of the things that our listeners don't know is that you were a touring musician at one point. Yeah, yeah. I had dabbled in the musical arts, spent some time on the road. I love it. And you you can play the guitar like nobody's business, too. Well, I wouldn't say I'm a Van Halen or anything, but I dabble. Uh, yeah, you're pretty good. <laughs> you never give credit, right? Uh, you know, I don't want to brag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, hey, we have a very special guest with us here, a longtime friend of mine uh, who came all the way from Florida. We have Daisy Lopez Hit in the studio. How you doing, Daisy? I'm good, and you? Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being here. Let me introduce you to our listeners. So Daisy is the broker owner of REMAX Premier Properties in Kissimmee, Florida. You know you've been to Kissimmee when you don't say Kissimmee. Exactly. That's right. It's Kissimmee. <laughs> and uh, you were the 2018 president for the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals, we know as NAREP. Exactly. So um, you're also one of the top 10 Hispanic realtors in the United States. So, I mean, just you, you have really made a mark on the real estate industry and particularly the Hispanic aspect of housing Hispanic real estate professionals. So a huge congratulations to you on all these massive achievements that you've made. And I want to dig into those. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Awesome. So um, Daisy, you, you're really kind of un an unstoppable force in the real estate space. I, I remember the first time I ever went to your real estate <laughs> office, your REMAX office in Florida in 2010, and we sat down and you're like, my agents are the number one thing in my life. I said, <laughs> really? You said, yes, I'm going to close the door, but if one of them knocks on the door or walks in this room, they are my priority. I said, I love that. I love how you care about the people around you so much and you're super clear and you're communicating with people. About that. Tell, tell me, how has you, know, you caring about people around you impacted your life and, and your real estate career? Well, tremendously. My agents have been with me for, well, most of them have been with me since I opened. Um, wow. Yeah, so I've, it's been 13 years. Yes, 13 that's, years. That's awesome because agent turnover in our industry is definitely more than once every 13 years. But why is that? Why do you think they stay with you? I think it's more of the culture and the way I am. I'm all about them. Um, tell them the way it is. I don't lie. But I do know each and every one of my agents, uh, if they're married, if they're divorced, uh, if they have children, if they have pets, if their mother had a surgery, I know everything that goes on in the office and I stay on track with that. Part of family. I make them family. Yeah, they're mine. I was going to say, you care about them like they're yes. your family. Mm -hmm. And I know you, you've you got a wonderful family yourself. Um, tell us about your family. Oh, my. I have two grandchildren who are my everything. They are my why. I have one daughter um, and her husband, who is my son. Sometimes I like him more than I like her. <laughs> <laughs> And most of all, my husband is amazing. Your husband's awesome. Yeah, he is. We don't tell like, him I told you oh, that, though. Okay, I won't. Okay. I don't think he's going to listen to this, right? Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, he is. Oh, man. She thinks you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a cool dude. I remember we were at like a basketball game or something one time, and or a hockey game. I don't mm -hmm. remember what kind of game. It was we were, basketball. Basketball, that's mm -hmm. right. And I spent a fair amount of time talking to him. Such a 
cool guy. And I know he's been just a, a great big help to you, a big um, backer of your supporter, things like that. He's in the my industry. biggest supporter. Yeah, and that's so cool to have. You got to have somebody really behind you just going, all right, you're doing a great job, keep going. Or, or when you hit those bumps saying, it's okay, you're better than this, you can keep moving. So, And, and I know he he's always is, been there for you. He is that person. Um, although sometimes I feel he criticizes more than... than <laughs> he's just keeping you straight <laughs> on the road, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. I but love that. He's, he's he's pretty awesome. You know, you've been in this industry for like 17 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we like to talk about some business challenges on the podcast here because everybody runs into challenges in life. Um, talk to us about one of the, you know, what's one of the biggest business challenges you've ever faced and how have you grown to get through that? Well, as you know, I launched live with Remax in August, August 30th of 2007. Yeah, right before the market fell off the cliff. Right, right before it fell off the cliff. Well, yeah. in Florida, it literally... I, I can't even, there's no words to express what happened in yeah. Florida, but um, it was 2008, 9, 10, you know, we, we were able to weather the storm and going from that era, which was the REO era, right, yep. into getting back into the game on just being you, right, going back into original real estate. Right. Well, and you work quite heavily with the Hispanic community. Which was hurt. Right. The Hispanic community was hit heavily by mm-hmm. the subprime. Yes, it was. So, I mean, how, how did you, you know, you have these clients who've just bought a place and now, you know, all these, the interest rates reset and jobs change or people lose jobs or things like that when the economy crashes. How did you deal with that? How did you help your clients through that? Because I, I'm sure a lot of those clients you had back then are still your clients today. We had to uh, adapt to the market. Okay. And um, get through it. Help them with everything possible that we can help them with, whether it was a short sale or um, trying to get them into another home or whatever it was we needed to do, we made happen. Obviously, good things, right? Because we're still here. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but changing from that market into uh, a regular mar- market was hard as well. That was 10 years of sad, bad stuff going on in the Hispanic community. Yeah. But helping them get back on their feet was the best thing ever. Well, so, I mean, you you didn't just establish somebody for a transaction as a client. They're a transaction, or they're a client for life. So I have a Christmas party every year, and who attends is my agents and all past clients. Okay. And they are the ones who have been there from when things went wrong with them. They keep, they're, they're still there, and they bring food, and and. They'll stop into the office anytime they want. They see my car there, and they're always stopping. Yeah. Bringing food, drinks. They just want to say hi. You you create a relationship with the community. I love that. Yeah. It's it's good. I can go out anywhere in Kissimmee or Orlando and, and do something good or be somewhere, and they know me. I can't go to Walmart. My husband <laughs> won't go to Walmart with me. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's bad, right? Well, he you're says like... you're worse than the mayor. <laughs> Daisy, you are the mayor. Yeah, yes. Don't oh, tell him that. Okay. You're kind of the mayor of Kissimmee, okay? Yeah. Just, let's just call it what it is. Because, you know, I've been around there with you, and and yes, it's... Well, you learn, right? You learn how yeah. to be politically savvy. And, I mean, changes in, in life, in, in your career, in, in everything that you do, you just... If you're not learning from what's going on around you, then you're not doing something right, right? 
Exactly. Exactly. I love that. I mean, you, you speak from the heart. I try to all the time. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. But it's, it's kind of funny because you, you also kind of put on that, okay, I'm going to tell you how it is. But you do it so eloquently that people are going, thank you. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes you go, ow, that hurt. But thank you. You know, that type of thing. So <laughs> when did you get into NAREP? When did that start up for you? Well, um, that was in February of 2008. And it was because of Remax, actually. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we were a real big proponent of, of NAREP. And we still are. Yes. We're a huge sponsor yes, of it. Are. Great organization. We love we love everything that, that NAREP represents. So... I just happened to be a Hispanic female in the area that they were with a Remax franchise because they were looking for someone that had a Remax franchise that was Latino. And I was the only one in that area. And it just opened the doors to everything else for me. Cool. I remember you took me to my first Now Rep convention. I did in California. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go, this is going to be a party like you've never seen. <laughs> and it was. Yes. I mean, there were there were um, uh, like television personalities mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of things like that. There, it was it was pretty amazing, but the community and the NAREP events is unlike I've ever seen. I was just is fantastic, and I'm not Hispanic, but I was welcomed into that community so well. I wanted to ask you about that. Do you have to be Hispanic background to be part of NAREP? Not at all. Not a, you're a member. You're a platinum member, actually. You, you're right. I am. Exactly. I wanted you to tell our listeners. <laughs> Adam Cantos is a platinum member of NARAP. There you go. Yes, he is. And we like to call it business and culture intersect. Okay. Right. So at our conferences, that's what happens. So our culture is very, very welcoming, right? It's, yeah. The first thing a mom wants to do is sit you down and feed you. Right. If they see you thin, they want to feed you a lot. If they see you a little heavy, they still want to feed you. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But they want to feed you, and they put the music, and everything just comes together. Well, I remember the first time I got there, you said, hey, you got to go meet Gary, Mm -hmm. CEO of of NARA. co-founder. Co-founder, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a wonderful man. Yes, he is. And he he took us in so warmly and said, thank you for being here. Um, What can we do for you? I mean, it was just, you know, a lot of times you go to these different organizations and they go, hey, can you contribute to this? Gary goes, what can we do for you? He's that kind of guy. He's just so giving, which I think is very reflective of the Hispanic culture to begin with, is, you know, very welcoming and and warming and and giving, which probably has to do with, you know, kind of that there's so much success going on with the Hispanic community and housing and things like that that people aren't recognizing. And if you're in a real estate space and you're not involved in not repping the the Hispanic culture and mm-hmm. in, in the the uh, you know the housing uh, resurgence that's occurring within Hispanic culture, you're losing out. Exactly, mm-hmm. I, real estate agents, you're missing out on that. <laughs> if you're not part of it, hello. You need to be. You don't have to be Hispanic to be a member. And they, you come in. They're going to welcome you with open arms, and they're going to teach you how to work with the Hispanic community. You don't have to speak Spanish. It would be nice, but you don't have to speak Spanish. And you can still do a lot of business and help a lot of people in need. So, you know, what's interesting is, um, and I, I think you know the story, but when Dave Linegar started Remax, I think his like first four or five sales were to the Hispanic community. I heard that story. In, in uh, He said it on stage with yeah. me. I interviewed him. Oh, my God. I couldn't get over that day. My the paper was just <laughs> shaking like yeah. a leaf. I couldn't read the questions. But yeah, the paper but, was shaking so much. But I was, in fact, I was talking to him the other day, and I told him that you were going to be on the show, and he's like, "Yeah, 
don't you remember? I said, yes, I know the story of how the company started. And yes, the Hispanic community, Hispanic housing had a, I mean, that was, that was the foundation for this organization. Mm-hmm. So it, his it's, first clients were Hispanics. Yep. yep. So cool. In fact, the, uh, the gentleman, um, didn't even really speak English. His daughter did his the daughter translation did, for him. Mm-hmm. She was doing the translations. That's it. And, um, he did a really good thing for them. He did. And they appreciated it. He, he helped them out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, they, they helped him start his, his career and his business. And so he, it, was, it was amazing. And look where it took him from there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Daisy, past president of NAREP. Okay. I mean, you, that was, I can't tell you how honored and blessed we were to have you as the president of NAREP. Um, I mean, just so amazing. And That was an honor for me. Oh, so cool. To wear my REMAX pin being up on stage as an NAREP president. It was a great feeling. And I talked to people across the country about Remax, and the brand is the brand. We are the best brand out there, right? So who wouldn't be honored to be up there holding that that banner? And representing such a great organization yes. as well. What's one thing you learned while president of, of NALREP that has had an impact on your career? I've traveled across the country, um, opening chapters and um, meeting people, and you have to be consistent in what you want and what you want to do. You have to be persistent and consistent. It's just something that you learn. You also learn how to be politically savvy. uh, savvy. Um, And you learn how to be at the table and not on the table. Words of wisdom from Daisy. (laughs) You learn a lot on the road. And you're always smiling too. So uh, people want to go up and talk to you and, you know, and, and build this relationship with you and with the organization and things like that. So it's just, it's amazing to have you there. Look at the organization is always smiling down at you. And it's always there um, for anyone in who needs to learn or um, create more relationships. Masterminding across the country is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's huge. I, I mean, the doors that, that it'll open for you is great. So I hold my banner and NARP opens doors for you. So imagine that. Amazing. Two Amazing. great combinations. So NAREP, um, you've, given, you've given a lot of guidance, a lot of wisdom to agents in the space and brokers in the space. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the show today, we have a lot of real estate agents, just globally. I mean, I was, I was over in Europe not long ago, and, and a lot of them were saying, hey, thank you for, for creating the podcast. We get to hear from a lot of our peers, a lot of leaders in our industry. Wow. And, and things like that, um, they're all listening to this. What piece of advice do you have for, for the agents that are listening to the podcast today? You have to stay true to yourself. It's the same thing that I tell my agents, I would tell anyone else, and I already said it. You have to be consistent and be persistent with what you want. If you want something, go out and get it because it's not going to come to you. I love it. Be consistent, be persistent, and go get what you want. That's it. That's it. Words of wisdom from Daisy Lopez. I love it. Thank you. Daisy, on Start With a Win, we have a couple of questions that we always ask people. Okay. Um, let's start with this one. Uh, favorite book? My f- favorite book that I like to give to agents uh, is Who Moved My Cheese, right? I-, I think it teaches them you can't stay still, and, and it's exactly what I mean about being persistent and keep moving. 
I love that. Um, and it's a, it's a great book. Everything's always changing. Mm-hmm. Um, our industry is always changing, the housing market. I mean, you look at the changes that you've been through from the the recession, uh, emerging from that, becoming president of NAREP, um, continuing to grow your business, things like that. I mean, that's constant change. Constant. And that is one thing that, uh, you know, if you sit still in our space, you get left behind. You do. You do. I I don't want to practice that, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But you have to keep moving. That's it. I love it. We'll use somebody else as an example for not practicing that. Yeah. Okay. There we go. (laughs) So, um, hey, uh, do you have anybody that inspires you? My dad. um, Tell us about your dad. He is no longer with us. But I was... um, my sister was 20 years older than me. My brother was, I don't know why they waited 10 years in between, right? But they, you always get it right with the last child. <laughs> they, need, they knew you needed a little space for yeah. all that excitement and energy so you were bringing out. I was the baby. And um, he always, he was determined that I was not going to be, I don't know how this is going to sound, but you're not going to be just another woman. You know, you're, you're going to learn how to drive right. You're going to learn how to change a tire, check your oil. Um you're not going to get stuck. You're going to know what you're going to do. Um, he built a strong woman, he, a leader. He really did. Um, his favorite saying was, always move forward. You never take that step back, not even to push you forward, right? So you get up, you shake it off, and you keep moving. I like it. And it's, it's worked for me. So I'm going to say my dad has been my biggest hero. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well thank you, Dad. That's, yeah. I love that. Yeah. You just inspired us all, Daisy. Mm, thank so, you. It's worked for me. <laughs> it's, I'd say so. And, and you've made an impact on so many people's lives. So uh, you've, you've carried the torch well, I will have to say. So on Start With a Win, the, the title says it all. Uh, Daisy, how do you start with a win? When I get up in the morning, I'm thinking about what I'm going to execute today. What do I have to do? If that doesn't get done at the end of the day, I did not do what I said I was going to do today. And you have to do what you say you're going to do. I love it. I love it. Do what you say you're going to do and commit to it. And commit to it. Go after it. Persistent and consistent. There's no success without discomfort. Thank you so much, Daisy. And thank you for being on Start With a Win. Daisy Lopez, broker owner of REMAX Premier Properties in Kissimmee, Florida. Thank you for having me. One of the top 10 Hispanic realtors in the country. Amazing and past president of the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. Daisy, we love you. We thank you for all you do. I love you guys too. And keep after it because you are setting an amazing example in our industry. Thank you. All right, keep going. Thank you so much for listening to Start With A Win. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, or rate the show. It helps us get the word out and reach more people. You can follow Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, start with a win.